Today we celebrate the Epiphany, or for some it may be known as the Three Kings. The question I would like to begin for us to ponder about, to think about, and to reflect on is what are we searching for? What are we looking for in life? A lot of our young people nowadays are very conflicted between faith and religion, or even science and faith for that matter. Because science is proven facts of scientific method, and when it comes to faith, it sees faith as a hoax, something where we just blindly believe, and something we just don't really use reason to understand. Where religion, on the other hand, some people say, is just a blind faith. I do as I am told. I believe what I'm believing. And there's no use of reason, of logic, of our mental capacity to understand when it comes to faith. But today, as we celebrate the Epiphany, we learn that science and religion can coexist, can work together, and helps us to understand the truth, understand God, and come to a deeper relationship with God. You may be looking there, that sounds a little bizarre and crazy. But let, let us walk through it slowly. In science, we begin to look at facts. For example, today in our, our gospel reading, we hear the magis, astronomers who have been watching and looking at the stars, the alignment of the stars, the planets, the cosmos, how it aligns, and they've been measuring and watching and looking for. I don't know about you, but for when the first time I was actually get, given the opportunity to look at the night sky and to really be able to see stars in the sky, it was such a magical thing. But what began in me was the pondering and the question, what is out there? Is there something out there? Is there something beyond us? So in some sense, what I'm really looking for and asking, is there such thing as a God? If this beautiful, magnificent skyline, the night sky, is as beautiful as I'm seeing, as I'm recognizing, as I'm believing, then therefore there must be someone out there, a being, a higher deity in that matter, that has created that has put this all together, and that has illustrated all this. To frame it differently, if we look from a scientific perspective, the light that we've received from that star is the final burst of light. It is when the star is dying that we finally receive that light in Earth. So if that is the case, then what is there, then? Science has informed us to what truth? A truth that there is something out there that created all of this. 
that exists before time. So what does that do for us? It informs us on there is such thing as a God. We hear in our gospel reading on Christmas Day, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Word was God and was with God. That word, the word logos, can be translated into two things. Truth. The existence of such thing as truth. And that truth became man. When we say we're searching for something, that we're looking for something beyond, what we're truly searching for is searching for God and a God that exists with us. A God that journeys with us and is a part of our lives. But when we search that, are we searching for the right God? Some of our young people today believe that that God is science. Because I can factually prove everything in existence. I can factually and measure everything. I can understand and put it into a box. Therefore, that is my God. For others, it is actually the true God. The one who reveals himself to us. Like we hear in our second reading today, every generation, every year, we learn a little more. We dive deeper in our faith. We dive deeper in our understanding with the help of science. What was interesting is when NASA was preparing the probe to be launched into Mars, their hope and their desire is to search for one thing and one thing only, which is life. Their definition of to find life in Mars means to find one single-celled organism. That, therefore, is life. But yet, my dear brothers and sisters, we see on the other hand in our society where a clump of cells is not a living organism. Science has just illustrated and taught us that one single cell is life. But yet a clump of, or a clump of cells does not equal life. Science, therefore, allows us to understand, come to recognize, and then realize that there is a being, there is such thing as a truth, a logos, a God, a word made flesh that is the author of all truth. But at some point in our understanding and collection of truth, there is a limitation and there's a finite part of that truth. If we look at our human body, we can't completely explain and understand all the facets of our human body. How our nervous system collect, connects to our circulatory system and how just slight changes can impact our body. But yet our body speaks of a higher thing, of a higher being, in which there must be someone smarter, someone better, a divine being that understands all of that. We see that very clearly in the Magi's today. 
They studied, they've measured, they've watched the stars, the cosmos. And notice a peculiar truth that exists through scripture and found the prophecy in Numbers and said it is the, the Messiah has come. For that reason, they've gone to Herod seeking that light, seeking that truth, thinking that the truth was there. But it wasn't. They go off and continue to follow that star to Bethlehem. The truth didn't exist in this house. That truth came about in Bethlehem in a manger. But yet we see in the Magi's, if they were scientists, people who used their minds to discover, to understand, then why would they have to be on their knees presenting the Messiah, a baby, the Logos, the truth, the God, because they found the source of that truth in God himself. And in doing so, they left change forever. So my dear brothers and sisters, what does that mean for you and I? What does that mean for our own faith journey? Our lives are searching for the truth, the authentic truth. And that truth, my dear brothers and sisters, exists here in the church, in the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the truth we long for. Because Augustine writes, my heart is restless until it rests in thee. Until we live that truth that God has come to teach, to share, to preach, to bring about in this world, we will never be happy and suffice. But that faith does not rely on the truth that our parents have handed on to us. It's not the truth that the church just expects you to know. That truth rests in our authentic and intimate relationship with the Lord, in the truth itself, and in that divine truth. To know someone, you require a little work to spend time to be with them. That's when you know them. To know the truth, the authentic truth, we have to begin to spend time with our Lord to recognize that, to recognize the star in the distance, to walk to that star with all that we have and to follow that truth. But like Herod and the priests and the scribes, Herod ignored and denied that truth. The priests and the scribes ignored it completely. So my dear brothers and sisters, what is our heart really yearning and longing for? Is it the truth? The truth that exists only in and through God? Or are we gonna be like Herod, the priests and the scribes, coming up with our own truth and then still wandering around looking for it, aimlessly lost, confused, and purposeless. Amen.